Episode 36, season 3 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. My name's Jav. Joining me this week, John Stegles from Merchester. Hello, everyone. And Greg Taylor from Brazil. Well, I normally say Boataji, but it's still morning here, so I'm going to say Bon dia. Right, let's um, let's crack on, shall we? Uh, uh, you know, there are, there are times when I really look forward to... to Doing doing a podcast and today isn't one of them for obvious reasons after 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 last night, um, but here I am and I'm gonna as 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 I'm sure both you gents are gonna try try to get through the next hour or so. Um, where did it all go wrong last night? Greg, you can start here. Okay. Um, well, I was thinking. Do- do you both know the story of Chicken, Chicken Little? The one that said the sky was going to cook. Exactly. Goosey exactly. Lucy and all of those. That's I'm it. That's the one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Well, the acorn, an acorn fell on her head and she thought the sky was falling in. Well, West Ham were the acorn, but the sky is not falling in on Tottenham. It was our fourth loss in 35 league games. I think that's a bloody good season. You know, um, it's, a, it's the second season in a row that we're the only team that's put any pressure on the league leaders when all the others have bottled it, which others are accusing us of doing. No way have we bottled it. We're going to finish second. Very, unlike, very unlikely we'll finish first, but it's still possible. Um, regarding the match, I actually missed the, from 87th minute to 92nd minute because we had a power cut. Um, I was swearing at the electric company. I don't know if I should have been. Um, probably didn't miss much, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for the game, yeah, disappointing. It was one of those days when everybody seemed to be off their game. doesn't happen often, but occasionally it happens, and this time it did. Um, my overall impression is that we didn't deserve to lose, but we didn't deserve to win either. Um it could have been a very different game if Noble had gone off when I think he should have gone off. But that's still no excuse because we didn't seem to have the energy that we normally have. We weren't our usual relentless battering ram. There were too many loose balls and misplaced passes. West Ham were flooding midfield defence. They made it difficult to press from the front because we just couldn't get through them. Um, I suppose... Except for when it was played, I suppose it's a game to forget. Um, I, 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 I reckon that we should have brought on Dembele and two minutes later, uh, Posh must have been listening because he did it. But I was surprised to see Jan go off. I actually thought Jan was one of the better players in the first half. Um, I think he might have um, been feeling his hamstring because he was limping oh, about yeah, a bit. And yeah. I think it was more injury related, if I'm honest. I haven't heard anything to say it was but that's that was what i saw at the time it's it's a shame because i i thought jam was doing really well really well um 
yeah, it's it's a game that I, I mean, it hasn't it hasn't um, spoiled our season at all for me. It hasn't cost us the hasn't cost us the the league title because we were never in on the league title with any real real force. I mean, okay, we're four points points behind. Chelsea could lose; they could go mental and lose, um, but you know it's not likely. Um, I think if Rose and Lamella had been available, it might have been a different, different uh, thing. Although people are people are going on about Davis, and I think he did all right. I thought he had a very good game, to be honest. Yeah, um, so did I. So did I. I was very pleased with him. I, I, he certainly wasn't the worst on the night. I don't, I don't, yeah. rec- I don't recall him putting a foot wrong, to be honest. And I, I thought he, he, he made some good tackles as well, and. Yeah, he looks fa- fairly self-assured. No, he's not Danny Rose. Obviously, we, we've said that yeah. before. Um, but we've we've not had Danny Rose since the thirty-first of, of, of January. You know, it's all about ifs and but you know ifs and buts and, and and who knows if if he hadn't picked up that injury against Sunderland, would it have made um, a big difference to, to our season? Um, you you sort of think it would because of the quality of that particular player um, and, and, and what he brings and, and how well he was playing up until his injury but the fact is um, for most of that time Ben Davis has, has occupied that spot whether it's a, a left back in a 4-4-2 in a, in a, sorry, in a back four or a, or as a wing back and he hasn't generally put a foot, foot, put, put a foot wrong yeah sure early on when he came, yeah. into the, came into the team he had a bit of stick so I, I don't know where all of that stuff really stems from Um I'll say my two pennies in a bit about the game. Um, John, um, how did you see it? Well, um, if you want a, another analogy, like kid storybook analogy, I'd go with the three little pigs. We huffed and we puffed. Um, we battled <laughs> and we tried. Um, I think uh, on the night, Village set them up well. Um, most teams in the Premiership would struggle to break down that team last night. They had 11 men who were defending 20 metres of the pitch, so it's going to be very difficult to get through them. And as well, I thought there was it was a bit weird. West Ham seemed to find um, pockets of space um, that are hitherto unknown in our midfield. There was a couple of their players that had plenty of time on the ball to make play when they've not. I've not really seen teams do that to us this season. Um, you know, it, it's it it was a, it was a funny one, but. It, Everybody, I think, had that down. Oh, we're just going to roll them over. They're not going to be a problem because everybody thought they were playing pretty poorly. But I think last night they just set up well and we couldn't break them down. There was a lot of lacklustre performances across the pitch. Um, Ericsson definitely needs to be taken off corners because they were all appalling last night. Absolutely appalling. I don't think one of them beat the first man, which is unforgivable. Um yeah, it, I think if Kane shot it, when we had that those, those couple of shots in in rapid succession, if one of those had gone in, they'd have opened up and we would have walked it. But yeah. it, you know, it, ultimately they made it difficult for us to pass through them and find the space. Um, going back to Davis, he made a couple of cracking runs overlapping last night, and they never looked to find him, which I thought was a bit of a shame. Mm. Um, that, yeah, I, it, it was chalk it down. We haven't done back. You know, we're still second. It, and to to be within a shout of the title for two consecutive seasons is is absolutely an amazing achievement 
So I'm 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 so proud of this team, and I'm I'm not I'm a bit upset at the result, and I'm I am a bit flat and a bit gutted about it. But I'm still look where we're sitting and what we've achieved this season, and I'm I'm proud. My heart swells. Yeah, I've okay. So I've largely tried to um, block the result out out of out of my mind um, because it's a lot lot to take in, um, and I sort of felt last night that when I'd wake up this morning it would hit me and it and it has a bit but um by the way I, I don't the, the the defeat a couple of weeks ago to Chelsea in the semi-final that hurt a lot more the magnitude of that game losing a semi-final always hurts um, yeah and we've lost a few FA Cup semi-finals quite a few since 91 um and uh and, and losing to Chelsea as well um so it, I've uh, I can I can I can I can deal with deal with last night. Um, I don't think that um, you know both, both last season and this season we've been the only team challenging um, uh, for league leaders last Leicester last season, Chelsea this, and if anybody's bottled it, it's all the other teams um, that are nowhere to yeah. be seen. Um, yeah. And the reality is, both last season and this season, although we did challenge both teams, we were never at no point. As I, I recall, both last season and this season, uh, did we occupy first spot? Um, and we've always been a good. Uh, last season, at one point, it was seven, five points behind um, Leicester. This season, we got it down from, I think it was 13 points at one point, we had a game in hand, down to four. But we've never got any closer. Um, at one point last season, I think we were two points behind Chelsea, sort of two points behind Le- Leicester. Um, around about end of Feb, beginning of March time, um, and then funny enough, we lost to West Ham, beginning of March last season, which was also our fourth defeat at the time um, in that season. That was that was two months before they, before our fourth um, defeat this season. Um, so uh, the, the the notion that we've somehow bottled it, and um, Greg in in the UK um, on Sky. Um, on a Friday night this season, part of their Friday Friday um, football coverage, um, they've got a lady Rachel Riley, who um, yeah. is more known for um, uh, being a presenter presenter on um, Countdown. Um, um, and beautiful. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to go down that route, but yeah, I'll, it, I'll, it, I'll it, throw but, that in there. But, she is beautiful. Yeah, easy on the eye. Um, quite, <laughs> quite. Um, quite good at, good at what she does and to be fair um, she's also a big football fan she's a United fan we'll, 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 we'll forgive her for that but I, I've not seen it but she made some comments last night about us saying exactly that um, that, that we that we bottled it now apparently um, on the back of that she'd received some death threats which obviously isn't acceptable and, and there's no time for that but for her to say that and for Abbas to say that to, to suggest that we bottled it is just absolutely ridiculous it's bad enough hearing it from West Ham fans but I sort of expect that I expect that sort of level of banter but from people in the game it's just beyond me um, particularly as up until a few weeks ago n- nobody was, was was giving us giving us the, the, the credit that, that, that we deserve um, as for the game itself so I, 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 I didn't have a ticket I went up to um, the holy land that is um, White Hart Lane. I went. I went to the Bricklayers Arms in Tottenham, and I watched the game with a friend of mine, David James Brooks, um, who's, who's also happens to be a steward at, at Tottenham. I was there with him and uh, and his younger brother, 
um, Darren Brooks and um, a gentleman called um, Thaden, Thaden El Zabaydi uh, Zaz, who was over here from from the States. Um, and yeah, we had, we had a good time watching in the brick bricklayers. Um, unfortunately, um, the as ever sometimes with, with these things, the foot, football got in the way of, of a good night out. Um, yeah. I I tell you what, on, on the game, I didn't think. I've read a lot on social media and also listening to you guys and 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 that the to to coin a word that I know John loves the narrative is that, <laughs> is that uh-huh. that um that we didn't play particularly well I I I thought for the first half we did okay um we created a few chances we had a few efforts um we did as you say huff and puff we couldn't quite blow their house down I thought we did okay first half certainly, and I compare that to other league matches this season. I thought I thought against Sunderland away we were poor. I thought even even last week against Crystal Palace we weren't particularly good first half, and yeah we got a goal from Ericsson. but that could have that game could have quite easily ended ended as a draw. Um, well, I, I I was expecting us to kick up a gear in the second half, yeah, but it didn't yeah. happen. That 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 didn't happen, and I think the thing that was annoying for me was okay. First, let's put put this in context. Nine win, nine winners in a spin on on, on the spin. Um, that's the best sequence since whatever it was, nineteen sixty. Um, we are on course to finish second if we can hold yeah. on, hold on, Nervin. No, no, I come to that in a minute. And um, can we, can can we fend Arsenal off? That's the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after last season <laughs> well, but, well don't forget the result last night um, improved Hammers position they're now within 35 points of us so that's something they can be cheerful about yeah. and, and, and they'll probably put that result on their honours board because they've got fuck all else either <laughs> but um, we uh, the, the, annoying, the, the frustrating thing for me was after 65 minutes when they scored Okay, so there was an error of inevitability when a team scores. So that suddenly, I thought they had a spring in their step. Step. There was a lot of stuff listening to it on Sky. There was a lot of the suggestion that oh, that they did a really good job and they were defending stoutly. Yeah, I think they, so they certainly did, did their homework and, and they put men behind the ball. I'm not sure that they were that good in the first half. They never looked like they, they posed a threat. Point at which they scored, they had a bit of a spring in their step. But the worrying aspect for me was I felt after they scored, our heads dropped. And do you know what it felt like? It felt like those last few games of last season. Um, mm. Southampton, when we lost, and Newcastle particularly. There was just, I don't know, you, you could see heads, heads drop. drop. Um, I think Toby, um, and I'm his biggest fan, I think he had a poor game. Um, uh, we, he made a, he tri- at one point he was trying to um, bring the ball out the back and and he lost the ball and it could have easily been two 0 at that point. Yeah, we that was a that was a horror show of a moment. That yeah, was that I just don't expect that from a player of his quality. Um, I I have a strange theory about Toby yesterday as well because his diagonal crossing wasn't up to its usual standard, and I'm wondering whether I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what he does, but whether he uses the advertising hoardings as like a a, a reference. For when he's targeting these passes, and at and at that stadium, they're so far back, they're almost in the next borough, aren't they? I mean, it's ridiculous. <sighs> and maybe maybe I, I don't know. It, maybe it subconsciously affected his his targeting. It could be uh, could be load of rubbish, but it could be something. I don't know. But you have to ask if the, all the 
queries about his contract negotiations or something he's playing with his head a little i don't want to be negative and think that may be causing a problem but it, it could be a symptom you're, you're right he, he wasn't at his best last night but then again um nobody was really yeah i don't think so i, I don't think you can point at anybody and say they say they were excelling last night but uh, yeah toby was that wasn't his usual game that's why that's why i wouldn't i wouldn't choose a man of the match yesterday because yeah. nobody really merited it I think what you've got to bear in, bear in mind is there have been other points of this season where we haven't played particularly well and we've got results, and yeah. you can that that's not always going to happen. Sometimes you just got to accept that um, you, you you don't play, you're not not at your best, and, and, and you're going to be punished. And, and last night, unfortunately, was one of those occasions. And again, to put it on, put it in context, we just won nine matches in a row. Yeah. Um, what, what do our fans expect for us to win every single game? I mean, sometimes I, I just find it laughable listening to the, the stick that the, um, the team, the players that Pochettino even um, receives from fans, particularly on social media. Uh, and you think, do you just expect us to go through the whole season un- unbeaten? Do you expect these players not to have off days? Um I wonder what age these people are because I think the, the older the older fans are are more pragmatic about it. We we understand. We don't expect. We hope for. You know. Um, it's the hope it's that this, kills you, though. Well, yeah, yeah. We've been killed many times in the past, but may, maybe it's this uh, championship video game thing generation. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not sure that it that it that, that it's generational generational thing. I, I think. Um, I just think you get fans across all ages uh, yeah. that um, I don't. I just sometimes don't. I, I, it's one thing to, to 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 disagree about something, but but sometimes you can not quite agree upon something, but you can sort of see where the other guy is coming from or the other lady's coming from, or if they're or if they're arguing their case, you can say, "All right, fair enough." Um, but there's just so much stuff, particularly on social media. Um, that's just uh, struggle to understand it. Um, uh, we had a few questions around yesterday's game. David Fitz, what the fuck happened? I think we sort of touched upon. Yeah, that. we covered that. Um, Ed Brad, we have a few players that seem to lack mental strength. What can we do to improve this? Well, I think the biggest motivation for a player would be actually trying to win the league, and we were in that position so I don't know how much more you can motivate people when you've got you know you're within four points of the leaders so that I mean there's been progress in some areas and there hasn't in others last season we it was playing a relegated team to become second and finish above Arsenal I don't expect them to win them all but I do expect them to be a team that's been forming woef- performing woefully when there's so much at stake um, last night we tactically were a bit woeful but individual performances weren't up there like we said um I think you know. Um, I, you have to take issue with the way we lose games that matter when they're are absolutely winnable, like last night. They, ha- you know, they. Any other, you know, pick a performance this season and put it in last night, and we would have steamrolled them. Like that, what, what was, what's the mental block there? They, they've got the motivation to try and get within a point of of the chavs, and they didn't take it. What? I can't, I can't understand. They, that's the motivation they should need, and and it was all on the plate for them, and they just didn't take it. I reckon maybe just experience. I mean, 
we we are i don't believe we'll collapse like we did at the end of last season i think we've learned from that but we're still not up there yet we've still got stuff to learn um how can you improve it as as john just said the motivation should have been there um maybe i mean we, we don't know who we're going to sign if we sign anybody in this in the summer but if we make a signing who's been there done that got the t-shirt maybe that will help um I'm, I'm not one for saying, oh, we need old heads and that, really, but it could be that we, we need somebody who can G the, G the rest of the team up, who's, who's actually been in this situation before and, and can help. He can pass on his experience. Well, I think that um, we're certainly lacking in terms of Premier League title winners, but we do have in Ericsson, Fatongan, and Alvarez, um players that have won. Um, trophies and won league titles um, at, at Ajax. So is, is is that a plane I can hear with Poch out following it or something? That's a that's a, heli- that's a helicopter just going out, going over my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh. but I, I think they they all, they they certainly bring a bit of experience. Um, we don't obviously have any Premier League title winners. Um, a, f- a few years ago, a couple of years ago, um, in Poch's first season, towards the end of that season, I. I I wanted us to sign Michael Carrick. Um, that's not going to happen, um, or a sort of Cambiasso type player, um, simply because I don't think they would fit into Poch's system. Um, I think Poch looks at players that are young and athletic and and can play a pressing game. Um, we, we, yeah. We've got a young squad. We've still got a relatively young player. If you look at Harry Kane, he's one of the most experienced players in that squad. Um, he's a vice captain. But he's still a young man. Carl We're Walker. ahead of schedule as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Joss said it last week on the podcast that Pochettino, what this is his third season, and he is—he's probably um, delivering what he was asked. I don't think at any point did Daniel leave him. I don't know. I'm not privy to, to, to what was said, but I don't. I'd be very surprised if Daniel Levy said, "Right, I want you to deliver the league title." Or Pochettino came in from Southampton and said, "Oh, I'm going to do. It. I'm, I'm going to. I want to bring you the league title." I think. I think the remit was to to make us a Champions League club, not yeah one that missed out a couple of times under Yol, or not one that achieved it once under Harry. Um, yeah, we finished second. Finished. We finished fourth um, on a, on another occasion, but that wasn't enough. Um, people can go on about Chelsea beating Bayern. The reality was. We should have that season finished a lot higher. We should have finished third in the table, which then you wouldn't have had to be worrying about the Chelsea. You know, but, but um, Levy wanted somebody who could bring to, who could bring Champions League football, and he's done that. Um, yeah. And he's and he's, and the club's progress. So um, I think we're we're well on course, and we've still still got a young team. And I think over time, those players will, through experience, as both of you say, will will. Have what it takes to um, to have that winning edge. Um, a question from Phil Float was Poch out fought, and a follow up from that, Ed Brad says was the team out fought. I'd say the team was out. Probably it was it was a fifty fifty game. It was a scrappy goal. There was no world class performances yeah. for anybody. Was Poch out thought? They played us our own game. They pressed us and they they got the ball. If you look, the the key players in the team, Wanyama, 
and Ericsson, if you looked whenever they got the ball, there was three of them around them to nick it and they, and they got the ball and moved it forward quickly, which is what we did. We didn't move that ball fast enough throughout that game last night at all for, my, for me. Um, and I don't know if there's a question about him later on, but Walker had one of his worst games that I have seen for us. He, he's off. I don't think we'll see him play for us again. I really don't. I think he's had somewhere else. No, and I think do I, actually. Uh, okay. Let's... Um... Let's, let's just briefly talk about that, both Walker and, and we mentioned earlier, Toby. Um, so you both think Walker's off? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And he's um, no loss for me. Absolutely no loss whatsoever. I, I have heard a rumour. I have heard a rumour. I don't know how true this is, but I have heard that he changed his profile photo to a photo with an England shirt on. I don't know if yep. that's true or not. I, I, I read that as well. Yeah. I read that as well. Uh, for me, he's just fast. He's quite good on the ball. But he hasn't got an end product like Trippier. And defensively, he can be a liability. He was out of position every time they went forward last night. He was all over the shop. Exactly. Most of his sprinting yesterday was going back towards our goal to try and catch someone. You know, it, it's, it looks like he'll leave the club. And, it, and the thing is, it's, um, it's how you leave the club. And if he, if, yeah. you know, if he would have given everything and gone, there, you know, there would have been no complaints. If it, it, I don't think he's going to leave with it, covered himself in glory whatsoever. He, he's, off, he's gone somewhere else already for me, and I don't think we'll see him again this season. I mean, I, d I, d I don't want him to leave. Don't get me wrong. I'm not scapegoating or anything. Like I don't want him to leave, actually. I want him to be with us next season and to be back on on form with how he is. But I just think there's, there's something that we don't know about. Um, he hasn't actually come out and de denied and said, you know, I'm, I'm all for Tottenham. I want to be here next season and all that, has he? No. You know, and He's been very quiet. On, on nights like last night, you need your experienced players to stand up and lead the team. And he was fucking awful. He really was. He, 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 I can't put the pin the blame just on him, but he, he was, you know, a large, not a large part of it, but he was in, in, indicative of what happened last night. He really was. OK, I'm, I'm going to stick with what I said last week on, on, on the podcast, which is I, I genuinely think that with the amount of games we've had in April and midweek games and, and whatnot, that Poch is rotating the fullbacks. And he's done that before earlier this season. When yeah, had. I agree and, with you there. And I wouldn't read too... You know, he, he, played, he played last night. He started the match. Um, yes, he came, he came off. That's, that's more of a concern. Um, but he started the match. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think he'll go. I don't think he'll go. I agree that Walker at his very worst it comes across as a player who is just all pace. Um, and a few years ago, I was critical of him because I thought, well, he broke into 2011. He, he, he broke into the team. He had what, he had a really good season, and then after that, um, he had a few injuries and he didn't really seem to show the form. And I remember in Pochettino's first season, I was like, oh, I think we should, I think we should look at another right back. And okay, we, we bought Trippier, but the upshot of it actually was afterwards that Walker, Walker's game seemed to improve under Pochettino. Um, and I thought up until a few months ago, certainly when Danny Rose was was in the team, that both of them were playing together. Yeah. I thought, I thought they were playing really good. I mean, he he made it into the England squads, um, and was at the Euros last summer. Um, so. I... I think that, the, the, yeah, there are two extremes. There, there is the 
when he doesn't play very well, he just he does look like he's out of position and he does look like he's just relying on his on his pace. But I I, I do believe that the last few years Pochettino has has worked on the defensive aspects aspects of his game, his positioning, and and, he, and he's an all round better player. Um, his form might have dropped recently. Um, maybe his head's turned because he's been linked with with City and. Uh, who knows? Um, but I, I think he'll stay, and I, and I think the, if he goes from his perspective, I think if he goes, um, I think his game will suffer. Um, yeah. I think he's at the right club. Um, I'm not sure that, for example, if he went to Man City, that he would flourish. Anyway, that's not that's not our concern. Um, if he did go, however, from our perspective. Okay, where would he go? Would he go to another Premier League club? I couldn't really see Levy selling to Man City or unless 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 the club regarded him as you know somebody that was wasn't going to flourish elsewhere and it was no no great loss. But I I, I was I could see us selling him to a club overseas. Um, it's been a while since we we since we sold the top player to. Um, Premier League club. I think the last one would have been probably Berbatov. Yeah, and I think they've learnt from that. Uh, if you look at um, Poch's track record with players that um, are not well, disrupt is maybe too strong a word, but don't want to knuckle down, don't want to give everything for the team, and 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 can be a dissenting voice in that changing room. He j- he just sidelines them and gets rid of them. Yeah, he's got he's got absolutely no mercy from him. So, but so I I for them rather. So I think there's maybe something gone on and they've had a bit of a a, a face off. And I think he's being sidelined. I'll think he I'll think he goes. The, can I just mention that a player that would last night's game was crying out for and who's been quite badly missed in in the last recent weeks and that's Harry Winks. I think if he would if he would have been available last night he could have come on and changed it up for us. So he's he's another player that we've been missing for for a large part of this season as well. It's and Godspeed to him coming back. Yeah, I'd agree with you there, but I I, I think Lamella was an even bigger loss last night. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what he's like. He's a little terrier. He doesn't matter if the rest of the team are, are, are playing poorly. He'll still he'll still have a go. And the trouble is this injury is he's you know he hasn't been on the bench. He's not been available. We didn't have a game changer on the bench. No, I think well, that's, that's a major thing about yesterday. Well, we haven't. We had thirty million pounds in Sissoko sitting on the bench. He's not a game changer. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anyway, so um, and, and we had Dembele on the bench as well. Don't forget. So we, uh, I was a bit surprised to see him not starting. If I'm honest, maybe he wasn't fully fit, um, and it was felt that he couldn't couldn't last last the ninety. I mean, he. he he didn't start against Arsenal as well, did he? Yeah, true. That's true. Um, true. He also, when he when he came on, um, he gave the ball away. So I don't, I don't think anybody. Sorry, I'm not I'm not picking him out. I'm just saying that I don't, it's echo something that you said earlier. I don't think anybody really yesterday covered themselves. Self, and Corey, obviously, some more so than others. Um, if Walker, just going back to the Walker thing, yeah, I I, I, I think I, part of me thinks he will stay, but let's just. Say for argument, say we sell him in the summer. Um, do you think that Carl Walter Walker Peters will make a breakthrough into the team and compete with Trippier, or are we going to look elsewhere? 
Um, I, I would expect Trippier to have that um, first team spot, and I think yeah. Poch would probably promote up from youth into that position because mm. he likes to do that. And he, but we haven't seen uh, uh, Walker Peters much this season, so it's hard to say if he'll make that step up. Um, but Walker is the, Walker's the one. I've said this on previous occasions that Walker's the one player we could probably lose and have a ready-made replacement in Trippier's step up and come in I like Trippier he's a good honest player he gives it all yeah. he gives it all and you can see it. I, I do like Trippier I've got no problem with him playing at all and he's got a better cross and delivery for me and yeah we could stick him on corners and I'm sure he'd do a better job than Ericsson a lot of the time it's a case of whether you trust the guy coming in and I, I do trust Trips I, I I think he if Walker goes as I said I don't particularly want him to go but if he does go um, I have no problem with Trips taking over the the starting berth. Um, just on on the question again um, about Poch being out for what was the team out for? I think the only time that this season I felt that Mauricio has been out for really um, is when when we faced Liverpool, particularly at An- particularly at Anfield. Um, but mm. um, anyway, that's another story. We're not going back I, to that. I, I'd say the semi-final as well, uh, but maybe that, maybe that's more to do with the strength of their bench. Like I said at the time, they had yeah. to take off two cunts and put two bigger ones on. Yeah, you know, and that, and that's the thing. And again, we didn't have anything off the bench that day, so I think it, w- there was a bit of gamesmanship there. Yeah, yeah, well, I think that, that that's true. But the, the only thing I'd say about that that day is we competed against Liverpool at Anfield. We were just we weren't there to be seen. And that's an actually, by the way, another game where, where we were really poor, um, more so than I thought than, um, than 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 last night. Um, David Phipps, do you think after after that performance put in by the team Sunday, um, with total dominance over the scum, that we look we took last night's game too lightly? Yes, well, you could argue yes. Greg, what do you think? Um. I don't think we took it too lightly. I think that it, a lot of it was because it's their cup final and, you know, they treat it every season like it's their cup final and maybe they were more up for it than we were, but I, I don't think we treated it too lightly. I, th- I think maybe one or two are off and it had a domino effect. I mean, who, who, who knows, really? I, you can sometimes in teams you see there's a bit of reliance because they everybody thinks somebody else is going to step up to the mark rather than yeah. putting in a team performance. Um, you know, they, there's been a couple of occasions where we've had somebody who's had an exceedingly good game and the rest have just worked hard. Um, Sunday could have taken a lot out of each other. Again, is it that big game mentality? But I, you know, I've said it already. You need the players to step up in these occasions and t- you know grasp the bollocks and pull them off. They. Uh, West Ham should have, I don't want to say we should have rolled them over, but we really should have. They're, they're fucking nothing. They're in a fucking vast cavern of a shithole of a stadium, knuckle-dracking fucking crescents of fans. They may have won a couple on the spin, but they've been shit for most of the season. They're 35 points below us, and we should have fucking knocked them over. I think Sorry, that... I, I'm, I'm venting now. You are, you are. Um, I, have, I haven't I, noticed. I... I think that uh, with that old adage about taking it one, one game at a time, and I, I really do think that Poch has um, drilled that home into the players. So I think 
Sunday came and it went, and I think it was just onto the onto onto the next next match. And I think last night was was just a one off. Hopefully, um, we need a reaction like we did after the, the cup final and against we Arsenal. We do, but un, but unfortunately, our next game isn't now until a week tomorrow. So. Um, but one of the good things about the, the, the Palace game was that it was so soon after the the semi-final um, it allowed us to just get that game out of the system. Um, but it's going to be a, a long few days until until our next match. Which um, let's let's look at that game. So we do, yeah. It, it's frustrating that, that we've got um, we've we've got to wait as long as we have to. But by the same token, I suppose it allows the players to get some rest. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Danny Rose might be back. Um, I think there was a suggestion that he might be back for next Sunday's game. And also, bearing in mind, United play tomorrow against Woolwich, and then they play Celta Vigo on the Thursday before they play us. So they're not going to get much much rest from, from now to then. It's the final game at White Hart Lane. Can we do it? And, what, beat, you know, beat them? Go and go yeah. And beat, you know, yeah, yeah, we can beat them. And secure second, effectively. If we, if we win that match, that's it. We yeah. secure yeah. second second spot. Yeah, I, I don't want it to go down like it did last season where we, we just needed that final point just to get over the line. I want it done and dusted next weekend and then they can go on the fucking holiday that they want to and sit on the beach and smoke a pipe. I, I want it done. I want to be secure in that because the way that Man City have just taken Crystal Palace apart, you can never be too sure. <laughs> and this is the joys of being a Spurs fan. We're not looking up above us. We're looking down and thinking, fuck me, they can still catch us. Mm-hmm. But we can still catch Chelsea. <laughs> I know it's almost certainly not going to happen. But we can still catch Chelsea. It's with, any, with any luck. Um, with loads will, of luck. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea will, will win on Monday. They'll win, they'll win next Friday, they'll secure the league title, and that's it. And then we can just look forward to next Sunday's game and go out there, and it'll be the final game at White Hart Lane, and we can just do what we have to do and win the game. Yeah. And, then a, and, a, and then a consequence of that game is that if we, if we win it, that second spot secured with two games in hand. Um, last season, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think, yeah, looking back at it now, a point was sufficient from... The Southampton, either the Southampton or the Newcastle match, and we lost both of those games. Um, this season, we find ourselves four games left before yesterday, and we just needed a win. So, so we blew it last night. Now we've got three matches, and let's just hope we can do it on Sunday. Because if we don't, then it's the final two, and it's exactly where where we were last season. And those final two matches are both away from home: Leicester City and Hull. Hull, who have Hull, whose manager hasn't lost at home in 42 matches. Yeah. And Leicester, who, for another reason, or another unknown reason, seem to absolutely despise us. Hmm. So, can I just ask a question? Are we, are Tottenham the most hated team in London after Millwall, do you think? Because it seems that everybody revels in beating us and spoiling us. So, I, I, I tend, you know, it's, we're not that much of obnoxious fans, are we? I, I don't understand it, really. It's interesting. I was I was actually having that same thought about half um, half an hour ago, about an hour, an hour ago, um, or so. Um, that when it certainly comes to London derbies, um, you know, there's a West West Ham, Spurs. I think more so for for me personally, more so. I think West Ham fans, um, it's a bigger deal for them that game than it is for, for us. I know some of our fans. 
take great joy in, in beating West Ham. I, I couldn't really fuck about West Ham. But they're nothing. They're a nothing club to me. Um, they are, you know, we talk about Arsenal being nomads, leaving Woolwich, um, playing at Highbury, then then leaving again and not having that identity. But West Ham, in many ways, are even worse. I mean, they are a bunch of pikeys, really. Um, caravan, caravan, caravan. Um, utilising nomadic tra- tra- travellers, that's what they are, um, playing at uh, well, playing at playing at the Olympic Stadium and effectively, what they don't even own it. They're just... Yeah, live in a council house. Yeah, effectively. Um, the... I've lost my friend. Um, yeah, sorry. I mean, the, the, the question I, I was thinking earlier is the rivalry between, say, West Ham and Arsenal. Is it that big? I don't know. No. I'd, I'd have to speak um, to an Arsenal fan, but I'm not sure sure that it is. But with us, you feel that you've got West Ham, you've got Chelsea, you've got Arsenal, um, and teams just don't like us. They're just all jealous. Of, all of them. I, there's a big rivalry between Spurs no, and Millwall. I've... They, they all seem to hate us. Crystal Palace hate us. QPR seem to hate us. You know, do, you think, do you think Crystal Palace hate us? I think they hate, they hate Millwall more, don't they? They're, they're kind of deadly enemies, aren't they? It, it, but it seems whenever we play another London side, it's all of a sudden the, the, the venom comes out. It, uh, don't, it, it's us, I think. I think generally lots of teams hate us and their fans hate us because we're going around about our business in the correct manner. And we're not spending a lot of money. We're bringing homegrown players through. And I think, it, if I'm honest, it's jealousy. Yeah, yeah. it's jealousy. That's, that's what it is. Um, they see something classy. They see they see history and identity. And that's what they don't have. None of them have. And, and yeah, Arsenal can point to trophies they've won in the last few years under Wenger. And they don't have any sense of identity. West Ham, what they, all they ever do is go on about winning the world. Bollocks, OK? Everybody knows that, that Spurs, you know, you've, you had Alf Ramsey, Ramsey who, who played in the 51 push-and-run team, um, managed England at the 66 World Cup. The only other times in recent times I can remember that England have done particularly well, 1990, Paul Gascon and Gary Lineker, Tottenham connection at the time. And then Euro 96. Yeah. Euro 96, you had Terry Venables. You had, all right, he wasn't playing for Spurs at the time. You had Paul Gascoigne. You had Terry Sheringham. Um, in fact, I think that squad had about four or five Tottenham players, more than any, any, any more than any other club. I've got a feeling also, over the years, we've we produced more players um, for for the, for, for, for the national side than any other club side. Or if 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 it's not. And... Been, and, and the Brazil World Cup, no Spurs players. And look there what There you happened. go. That says it all. Yeah. There you That's go. That's um, All right. So we're, we're all agreed. Next next week, we're going to beat United. Well, you haven't, you haven't asked me yet. <laughs> but I would say I would agree, yes. Yeah. We, we only need one point to, to grab second, don't we? I just looked at the table. One. I don't see how anybody else can get us. One point. And, one and, and one this, point would be Manchester sufficient. City... Unless Manchester City somehow make up about 15 goals, which five Liverpool today. make up about 20. Yeah, yeah, but this is including that, I think. Yeah. Right. It's still possible. If they, it's still possible, and that's the that's the joy of being a Spurs fan. You still think it's possible. 
I would, I would just like, like us to win that last match, eighty points, and that, oh, yeah. and, and then, and then that's it. And then, and then as you said, um, John, after that, if they want to go on their holidays or think about signing contracts elsewhere or, or leaving the club, they they can do that. What, what's gonna, what, what will happen is, um, I'm convinced we're gonna, it, if we if we don't finish seconds, then. <laughs> There, there is something seriously wrong, but I think we'll, we'll we all secure second spot, and I do believe that will happen next Sunday. And yeah. I think that's that that is a good season. That is progress on on last season, and I think come the summer we're going to re- regroup, and we're going to come back even stronger next season, despite playing at Wembley and everybody, including our own fans, saying that's going to prove a problem. Um, that I, I can only see um, good things going forward. Um, Okay, before we do some more questions, um, quick Spurs ladies update. Um, so they are playing tomorrow against um, Charlton, rivals Charlton, um, in the League Cup final. So they're trying to try and get the double. They've already obviously won the FA Women's Premier League. Um, they take on Charlton at Stevenage's, Stevenage's Lamech Stadium. Um, kickoff is around about two o'clock. If you can get down to watch the Spurs ladies, please do. Um, and, and get behind, get behind them. Um, what else, um, Greg? It's been a couple of months since we, we since we had you on the podcast. Um, what have you What have you been doing since then? Well, Busy? I don't quite. I don't. Yeah, I don't quite know how I did this, but I've written another novel. <laughs> how um, long did that take since you were last on? Yeah, usually it takes about nine months or so to write a book. This one took, I think, I worked out as nineteen days. And it wasn't as if I was on holiday or anything. I was I was still working. I think maybe maybe the muses were just pouring things out of my head. I don't know. Getting good work, fella. Yeah, cheers, cheers. So what's yeah. the what's the book called? Well it's called it's called Reality Sandwich. Which is a strange title, I know, but if you read it then you, you understand why it's called Reality Sandwich. Um, it's a post apocalyptic romance, which is unusual for me because I tend to um, have lots of people getting killed and things like that and a bit of violence etc <laughs> in my trilogy anyway um yeah this one is about a guy called jerome who is one of a small handful of survivors who are completely isolated from the world they all live alone separate from each other in separate apartments they never go outside they've never ever seen another human being in real life and one day a beautiful woman well, she has to be beautiful <laughs> she shouldn't exist but she breaks into jerome's apartment um if people like the tv series black mirror they'll probably enjoy this story i reckon okay yeah oh, black mirror is a good tv show that's a, that, yeah. that yeah yeah i think it was i think it was sit sit quite nicely with black mirror if anybody wants to know about them i've got a website um it's gregory n taylor that's all one word gregory n taylor.com you can find out all about the books there he stops at. She breaks into his apartment. I was sort of intrigued. What what, what happens next? And then he just cut off. That's um, that's why that's why you need to read the book. That's why I need, need need to read the book. Because um, because he, he knows nothing about nothing, and as far as he knows, nothing exists outside of his apartment. It's all dead and whatever. That sounds but like many of our, sounds like many of our fan, fan base knowing nothing about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, could be, could be. <laughs> Okay, um, what's the other thing that I want to mention? Um, Ryan Mason, I believe he's back in training, I read somewhere. Um, I, I, I don't know is it, if it's training or he just went to the um, the, the uh, training ground. I'm not sure. Okay, well, 
either way, if he's if yeah, he's progress on, on, on his feet, that, that that's a good thing. Um, talking of another ex Spurs player, um, we had the sad news earlier this week. Um, I think on Monday or Tuesday um, about Aaron Lennon. Um, he's obviously now Everton. Um, he was detained under the under the um, Mental Health Act, um, and um, our thoughts are with him. Uh, and his family um, I, uh, mental health particularly amongst um, young men I mean it's one of those any sort of illness I think I always think with men in particular um, but also even more so with with mental health issues there seems to be sometimes a bit of a, a bit of a taboo around it um, and people find it difficult to speak about um, Obviously, we've got lots of listeners to this sh- um, to this podcast of, of different ages, different different demographics. Um, but if if you are a young man and and um, or an old man or, or, or an old man or a woman, um, and you've got yeah. mental 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 health issues, um, then there are lots of um, groups out there. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I thought thoughts are with with Aaron, and hopefully. Hopefully he can come through. Yeah, um, you know, I'd like to echo some sentiments I saw on um, Football Three Six Five about the, the the media reporting of the situation and, and equating and saying how can a, a successful person who's earning fifty to a hundred grand a week have any mental issues when he, you know, but it it, it doesn't matter. It, it it who you are or when you are if you suffer from any type of depression in your life is a horrible fucking thing and the best thing you can do is talk to somebody about it in a professional capacity so you know there's plenty of great charities out there that do a lot of great work for people um so please if you if you are suffering talk to someone we know that um the fighting cock you know every, every now and then i'll mention their podcast not not that podcast needs any plugging because it's probably one, <laughs> one, of, one, one of the best Spurs, Spurs podcasts out there um, but um, they um, certainly up until very recently Calm used to sponsor um, the, the Fighting Cock podcast and um, Calm I believe is, is a charity that helps um, young men um, with, with mental health issues so um, yeah as, as John, John said, it, it's it's not. It's something that I think particularly. I, I was quite surprised actually. Actually, what did what, what you just said? Did 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 had some media outlets suggested or implied that or even raised that question that how could have how could a yeah. I mean, their their reporting um, about it was mm. disgusting. You know that they were saying you know he's he's. Uh, you know he's partying with Towie babes and the holidays and and you know his wages and the luxury lifestyle of a footballer and you know he's the 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 way how can somebody like you know it, it, it's equating that to be, to saying how can anybody that successful have any kind of mental health issues and it, it it's it was absolutely disgusting but it's just in you know endemic of, of the way that um the media covers stories and like that they'll always try to pick the flaw in something or somebody and exploit it for for whatever gains and it was it was absolutely disgusting the the, the way that the papers reported it to be honest with you he's a young man he has um uh, you know uh, not he has a, an illness that he needs help with and he should be supported 
um, all the way through it. And I think as fans, and I know last night there was um, a chanting of his names, of his name at a certain point in the match last night. So that's good to see from the Spurs fans that they're, they're supporting him um, in that capacity. There was just 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 before the news about um, about Aaron Lennon. There was um, something I'd read somewhere online about the the, the, you know, the the final game at White Hart Lane and some of the legends that will be um, paraded before the match um, and how uh, a certain expert player um, wasn't invited <laughs> to, to to the party. Um, I wonder why, Judas. Um, uh, there's also there's also rumours that um, that Tim Sherwood might not get an invite um, again. Um, I don't think he particularly warrants one. But there, yeah, there, there was talk of Paul Gascoigne possibly possibly not being there. Uh, I think somebody else then mentions maybe, maybe it wasn't a report. Maybe this was a comment. Then subsequent to that, like, that somebody suggested, oh, would Aaron Lennon be there? Um, I obviously don't see that myself now, but. I'd like to think that, for example, somebody like Lennon or Michael Dawson, players that featured in our recent history, and in terms of um, longevity, I mean, they both... It wasn't quite 10 years, but it was almost, I think, 10 years that they were there. Um, And they they played... Both of them played an important role, you know, in the the Martin Yol years. And if you look at our success now and where we are in the table, really it started, started under Martin Yol. Um, and it's gone through. See, we had Harry. I know we won a trophy with 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 Ramos, but the less said about that, the better. That period, um, and then Harry, and now the AVB, but Pochettino. But those players featured um, featured quite a bit. So it it would be nice if if um, if Michael Dawson is certainly um, at, at the game, but I suspect I suspect he will have commitments out, out elsewhere with, with Hull. Um, how, how do you feel about the comments that, that have been made by um, uh, the Judas's agent about him not being invited? And it says, you know, because I think it's, <laughs> it it's, it's be, Andrew Sky. Yeah, it, I think it's a public <laughs> risk having him anywhere near the, the stadium at any time. There would be a full on riot if he was led out onto that pitch and everybody around him would be in danger of getting hit by flying chairs and debris. I, I honestly don't see how he could be... Any, it, even considered for any kind of mm. you know invite for that and if 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 they if people think he is they're deluded but in, in any way shape or form and don't get any kind of football fan thoughts into it it's it, oh christ could you imagine i'd like i'd love to see an alternate event of all the people that weren't invited and you can go along that and and, and just boo people and and jeer them for for an hour or so that would be a good event i'd pay money for that it it would demerit the whole thing as well, wouldn't it? If 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 Judas went, I mean, and it's it's not just they were saying, oh, it's because he's an Arsenal player. It's not because he's an he went to Arsenal. It's because of how he went. It's what he did to us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly nothing to do with him with him going to the goons. Yeah. I mean, it Pat was, Jennings it, went to the goons and he came and he came back. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was always his line of yes, I'm going to sign a new contract. I'll sign a new contract. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm off. You know, he, he, he fucked the fans over and he stitched the club up. Um, there, you know, the, the, there was a social media campaign this week that the Tottenham would like, uh, what do you want to go in the time capsule underneath the new ground that's going to be buried? Sol Campbell's testicles. 
<laughs> should go in there. They really should. Fuck him. Well, yeah, if he's, fuck if he's got any, that is. Yeah, fuck him and fuck Sky, Sky Andrew, his agent, who was just as bad in, in the whole whole, whole affair. Um, I said Andrew Sky, but yeah, it's Sky Andrew, who I, apparently I didn't know was uh, um, a former Olympian um, and was a Commonwealth table tennis champion. I don't care really about him. Fuck him, fuck, fuck Jesus. What's, um, what's, 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 what's his conception? Was his conception sponsored by Rupert Murdoch or something? Maybe, who knows. Um, this is... Guy Andrew, we're talking about not so not Jude, no. Um, uh, what's the other thing I was going to mention? Um, the next Thursday, um, interviewing Cat Law and Martin Cloak from Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust. Um, that will happen on Thursday evening. Um, we've had a few questions from listeners. If you've got any more questions, please, please, please get them through to me as soon as possible because um, I'd like to get them. I've already submitted the, the questions that we have got um, and, and put together a running order um, for Martin and Kat to look at ahead of next Thursday. But if you've got any questions from now to then, then please do get them over as soon as you can. Um, right, let's finish off with three or four questions. Um, Chris Knights, with the title now gone, how good a season has this been? Um, a comment from one of our listeners, Phil Float, says the best in many years, surely. I, I would agree with that. I, I really would agree with that. Um, it's been an exceptional season and we've improved from last season. We've got more points than last season. It's yeah. uh, it's It's been a, a brilliant, brilliant ride. I mean, so this season and, and, and a little bit further back, we've taken 27 out of the last 30 points. 50 wins out of the last 60. We've got the best defence, the best goal difference. We're unbeaten at home. Uh, we're 17 points away from the, the transient bastards across the road. We finished above United and City and finishing, a, a, you know, above Pep and Mourinho two years in a row. Lovely. And, we're, you know, we're 30-odd points ahead of the, the fuckle knuckle-dragging West Ham people. So it has been exceptional for me. It's been re it's really, really good. A great, great season. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with John there. I mean... It's not the best in my lifetime because I was four when we won the double. But first I was four. I didn't know what the hell was going on anywhere, really. My dad didn't like football, so I wasn't even introduced. I had no idea who Tottenham were. But since then, yeah, of course, anybody who says it's not the best, you know, what are they on? Of course it's the best. We've got a fantastic team, fantastic manager, fantastic chairman. Don't take any notice of these people who say Levy out. He is fantastic for us. Um... The only way is up, really, and and I feel confident that we will go in that direction as well. Yeah, no, agree. Um, secure secure second spot against against United, and and that'll um, cap it all off. Um. In in December, we were three points behind City, four behind Liverpool, and seven behind Arsenal, and thirteen behind Chelsea. So yeah. th that shows you how much we've improved and what and a fantastic run we've been on and how good this end of the season has been. And also who the real fucking bottlers are, not us. Yeah. OK, um, question from Pravan Ramdani. What's been your highlight of another successful campaign in the Premier League? He goes on to say, um, I kind of want to put my answer forward and say finishing ahead of Pep and... Jose on a, on a level playing field 
Chelsea have no European distractions it has to be something to savour despite a lack of silverware what's my highlight been the the beating Chelsea at home was well, that was fantastic that was a great game of football um, and the, the Arsenal game but being unbeaten at home so far all season and, and sending the stadium off in style um, and I'd go as far as to say seeing the new one rising out of the ground that's pretty special mm. that is pretty special I, I suppose for me um the Man City and the Chelsea wins because we, we've stopped them in their tracks when they were get, starting to get rampant, um, if you're talking about games. But um, I would say, first of all, the never-say-die attitude, which is in most games, let's forget about yesterday. Um, the visible improvement of the team because they have improved. And what I do like and what I've always wanted is how other teams fear us. They're scared of us now. There's none of this... Ferguson stuff oh it's only Spurs it's more a case of oh shit it's Spurs you know that is that is something that's very been very important to me I mean there's been some performances this season that the West Brom game at home is as good as I've ever seen us play that was a relentless battering of them they they just you know they barely got out of their own half we were so good that day you know we it's been it's been an amazing amazing season for me really has been um I'm tempted to park um, Pravin's question until the final podcast of of this season, as in park my answer to his question, simply oh. because um, it just occurred to me because there's a few more pods from from now to to then, and I could give, I could give an answer, but I feel as though I'll probably re- repeat that answer um, in a few weeks' time. Um, similarly, we had a question for good question from Atul Tomar: How do we strengthen next season? Um, think we'll I'll leave that until the final episode right um let's end off with a question from Sam Diggins um so as we as we as we get to that game next Sunday the final ever game at White Hart Lane um Sam asks what item items would you like to take home from White Hart Lane with you next Sunday um and it must be something that you can physically carry um to seven seven fifths tube station on your own so for example um the big cock um, on the, I'm not talking about cockerel, cockerel, cockerel. The big co- the big cockerel. Um, you you can't on 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 the on the roof of the um, east upper. You can't, for example, take that with you to Seven Sisters. So I mean, that's that. I'd quite like that, but there's got to be something that you can carry home. Uh, Greg. Okay. Um, well, our friend Annette would love to take Potch home. And I'm sure she could carry him, but she would need him. We need him more than she does at the moment um, because there's still some games to go. I suppose if I could take something, uh, especially as I live in Brazil, I'd I'd take the match ball because it would have to be light enough for hand luggage. And it would still have, you know, something special about it. So, yeah, I suppose I'd take the match ball. Okay, John? Well, I'd like to be able to take a ticket home from the last match, but I'm not going to be able to get one, so I won't be there. Um, a brick from the stadium, a brick from the outside of the East Stand. I know that when they pulled that corner down, there was people asking if they could have a brick, and the the uh, contractors who were doing it were said they weren't allowed to give them away. So I think they're going to be sold off in much the way some of the, the uh, shitty bowling ground fixtures and fittings were. 
But I'd, I'd, what I would really like, you know, the big blue doors that uh, that they open when everybody's leaving a stadium. I'd love a pair of those. I really, I think they, I would, I really would like a pair of those to put in my back garden to, to for my back gates. That's what I'd like to take. I know I wouldn't be able to carry them, but mm. that's what I would like to take. Well, if if if, if anybody has the has um, a, an, um, the opportunity to get a match program for me, that would be fantastic. Um, I don't know how that. I don't know if that would be possible. If anybody suddenly thinks, "Oh, Greg would like a match program," you know, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> so, what, Greg? What you're asking me to do is to get you a match program next <laughs> next Sunday. Yeah, if you can. <laughs> okay, so just, just, so you're the second person that, that, that has asked me that. I suspect you won't be I the know, last person. I know if anybody, as well, if they? anybody, yeah, te- yeah, Terry Whitty. Um, if anybody wants a match, I don't read match pro. I, I seldom buy match. I don't understand the whole notion of match pro. I, I, I used to. Um, maybe the first couple of games I went to. Um, I used to collect them when I was a kid. I used to collect them. I, I had just, all sorts of programs, but I don't know what happened to them. But but do you ever do you ever read them? When I had them, yeah. I. But then I grew now, up and I don't know what happened. The the best thing for match programs on a cold day, you put them on the seat and sit on them, and they insulate your ass from the cold plastic. That's the best uh, thing for uh, the programs. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I've just pulled out. Just full of dust, right? So I've got a Champions League match program. Tottenham Hotspur versus AS Monaco. This was the first game at Wembley this season, and I was like, oh, and it was it was a. It looks quite nice. It was fairly big. It wasn't like your regular match program at um, at White Hart Lane. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to get one. I'm not going to get one. I should, I should probably. I, sh- I should probably because it's you know it's it's a historic game. I bought it. I haven't read it, and I'm Jam. not going to read it. And it's just yeah. Can you get me a program? <laughs> I can get you a program if anybody. Right, if anybody wants a match program. Sorry for just moving away from the microphone. Um. If anybody wants a match program, right? John, you've put in your request. Um, Greg, Terry, Wesley, that's three people. You're, anybody, you're setting yourself up for a flood here, mate. You want to be careful. If anybody yeah. would like a match, I'm probably going to get one myself now after all of that because it is the, the last. The thing is, you can order them online. You can buy them off the website after the fact. Yeah. Because uh, there's always extras. I mean, I. I, 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 I never, I, all I bought programs for, for, for was to sit on them. I've got a few sitting around. I've got one for, for the, from the uh, Bill Nicholson 10-year um, anniversary of his passing because I'm in it. Um, there was a competition uh, to, to tweet what Bill Nicholson means to the club and the, the players wore special T-shirts with your tweet on the back. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they, the winners got a ticket to the match, and I won the competition. I got a ticket to the match. My tweet was on a T-shirt worn by Moussa Dembele in the warm-up, which I have framed on my wall. And the tweet and my name and everything was in the in that program. So I'm immensely proud of that. And that that's a, a great memento for me. Um, but yeah, I'd love one from the last game if you could. Okay, right. So if anybody <laughs> wants one, then I will happily get you a match po- program. Um, uh, uh, yeah, just just remind me, um, and if I get if I do start getting inundated with 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 more requests than I can handle, then I'll then I'll actually be asking people to send money up front. But um, anyway, that's that's another story. Um, what, what what would I take to White Hart Lane? Uh, what, what, sorry, what would I what would I what would I take from White Hart Lane that I could carry home with me? Um, Toby's poem. 
Toby's hair products. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at a photo of myself last week at the stadium tour, standing in the tunnel, and just above my head there is a there's a sign, Tottenham Hotspur. So it's just it's got the cockerel and the ball. Um, I reckon I could carry that home along with Seven Sisters, possibly, maybe. There's there's um, a picture in the tunnel, isn't there? That's made up of loads of fan photos. Um, they wanted everybody to submit a picture of yourself and there's one of myself and Charlie on that wall somewhere so that would be quite nice you could roll that up and tuck it underneath your arm yeah um, I, you know ne- next Sunday um, for me and for, for those people that are lucky enough to, to, to be at that final game and even if you're not you're going to be watching it on TV the thing that you're going to take away from White Hart Lane, the thing that 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 isn't too big to carry down the seven sisters, or too small. Um, it's not an object. It's memories. It's wonderful yeah. memory memories that have filled that stadium yeah. over years and decades. Um, you know, and if you've been supporting Spurs since since you're a child and now you're an adult, you know, you've that that in itself. Those memories are going to be so 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 different. You're going to have memories that mean something to you because because you because they're childhood memories. They're, they're going to be memories that um, uh, more recent times. There's going to be fantastic teams, fantastic goals, um, games that we maybe shouldn't have won, but we somehow snatched victory from the claws of defeat. Um, it's full of wonderful memories. Um, uh, that that you can't you can't replace that with with objects. Um, that's why I, I'm not. I know that for example, season ticket holders will get a chance to buy their seats, but that stadium's changed so much um, over the course of the last few decades. Um, as a bronze member, next season I'm going to get a keyring. Oh, with the blade of grass. With the blade of grass, right? Yeah. Fine, that's a nice touch, but. It, it, it's a bit like Trigger's Broom, and if anybody's watched yeah. Only Fools and Horses, it's not the same grass. It's not the the stadium yeah. has changed so much that it, yes, it holds some fantastic memories. Um, but and and it will be sad next next week. But um, I'm just looking forward to the season after next when when we, when we move into um, into the new stadium. Um, yeah, personally. I, 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 it, it, it's going to be sad to see it go, and I'd genuinely be interested to see if they start knocking it down a couple of hours after they've, you know, removed all the seats, and how how long it takes them to start actually pulling it down. Yeah, well, what what I'd like is not anything from the stadium, but if somebody, if if there was like a collection of photos, um, if there was like a, a framed photo of White Hart Lane, I'd happily stick that on my wall, or if there were a collection of old photos of, of the stadium. Over, over the last few decades, um, over the, the last century, I'd happily look at those all day. But actual stuff from the stadium, nah, nah, not not for me. Then you could probably take a burger, and that would last a hundred years if you just left it <laughs> yeah. on the side. Um, he eats bagels, not burgers. Oh, ba- sorry, bagels. bagels yeah. yeah, the bagels are probably slightly fresher. If I'm honest. Not the ones at White Hart Lane. Uh, that's when you can <laughs> get them. Right. Um, the next podcast will be. Well, I'm oh, sorry, mentioned the next.
bonus edition of the podcast will, will be this Thursday um, when I interview Cat Law and Martin Cloak. And then after that, um, the next podcast will be um, a week Sunday, late on Sunday evening um, at some point after the United game. I suspect it'll be fairly late because if there are going to be events that... Uh, White Hart Lane going on post-match then I don't think I'm going to be rushing back necessarily to record um, I believe Sky are broadcasting whatever's going to happen after the match Oh, good God, I guess it'll be Adele or somebody uh, or Ch- Chaz and Dave uh, If Chaz and Dave aren't involved in some way shape or form, I'll be very very pissed off um, whoever it is it, it, you know, it, I don't think they can they could ever do the, the history and of the, the, the stadium justice in any way shape or form Judas and Sky Andrew being hung, drawn, and quartered no, in, in the centre circle. A wicker man, burn them in a wicker man in the centre circle. <laughs> right go. on that note, John, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure, Jav. Thank you, and thank you, Greg. Oh, it's been nice to talk to you as well, mate. Thanks, Greg. As ever, the future's bright. The future's lily white. Good night. in the dirt. Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out.